0: Hello. Oh, gosh. I'm so pumped up. Not only do we have a super amazing, incredible guest for you today who I cannot wait to introduce you to, I have a special announcement because it's Black Friday week love sales. I love shopping. I love impacting, influencing, and giving away really badass stuff at a discount. So you are super welcome. Oh my gosh. I just created you guys the fiercely unstoppable experience. And I'm so excited about it. It is time that you go deeper into your sales strategy, your client attraction, your money vibration, and grow your tribe along the way. Because you did not start this business to make it to the top alone. You came here for ultimate freedom and having a ton of fun along the way. And it is time you join the experience that will not only increase your income, and impact, but also a tribe that gets you and cheers you on along the way. So I want to welcome you guys to the fiercely unstoppable experience. This is unlike anything you have ever seen in the online space. It is the go-to experience to help you create more clients, more cash, and community, all while mastering your psychology, your strategy, and energetically unleashing who you are, So you are paid for being fully you. What I know to be true, you guys, is success doesn't come to the few. It actually comes to the many who are consistent and take daily aligned action. If you want an extraordinary life, you've got to stop living your life as if it's ordinary you must start living aligned, inspired, and fiercely unstoppable in pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. So here's the deal, you guys. I have this brand new fiercely unstoppable experience. It is a monthly membership to help you get to the top and quick. There is six-figure coaching in there. We will get together every single month in a group face-to-face on Zoom, monthly trainings geared to what you need, audios, workbooks, meditation, journal prompts, collaborations, accountability to actually get you to where you want to go, weekly card pulls, um, daily exposure threads. So more eyes and ears are all over your business. Um, There's going to be so much in here. I'm not even going to go into this because we have a special guest today. But I must tell you, I'm having a Black Friday sale. And anybody who joins before December 1st gets their first month of over $35,000 of value, Not for $79 a month, which is a kick-ass deal. But anybody who joins before December 1st gets half off their first month. So from now on, it will be $79 a month. But this month, you get it for $39.50. And next week, we're going to be doing a bonus group coaching call just for the badasses who make a decision fast. So I have the link in the show notes. I want you to go check it out. It's incredible. I am so excited about it. I had to share that with you today before I introduce this beautiful, incredible, amazing guest. (laughs) Oh, this is my dear, dear friend and super badass, beautiful, beautiful lady, Cara Baroni. She is amazing. She's a business coach and Strategist for the corporate woman who wants to build a successful coaching business while juggling their nine to five. She's also a globe trotter, currently in Singapore as she is heading her way to Sydney, Australia. <laughs> she travels to about one to two new countries a month while maintaining a high level business and is just. Inspiring others along the way. It's incredible. So, without further ado, let's dive into this interview. And I cannot wait to share all of this good, 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 good stuff with you. Yay. Well, welcome back, you guys, to the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I'm so excited. I've got my dear friend and awesome, awesome badass entrepreneur as a guest today, Kara Baroni. I'm so happy you're here, Kara. Yay, me too. I'm so excited. (laughs) From London to podcasting. Here we go. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, so we got to meet in person. It's so, I think it's such a beautiful, like, the world of the entrepreneur world, especially online, is so beautiful because we met probably just online, like maybe like years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Literally a, while, a while Facebook ago.
1: groups or Instagram or something.
0: Instagram, Facebook. We don't know, but we met, we were friends. We were like Facebook friends, right? We were Facebook official. And then we started chatting and she was in London and I was going, you know, at the time I was going to London and we met up in person and it's just been beautiful ever since. I just think it's so fun how the world works and how you can meet people like that. But why don't you just like chime in and tell us, a little bit about you. Give us some background, how you got to where you are today, and anything else you want to share along those lines.
1: Wonderful. Awesome. I'm so excited to be here with everyone. So thank you so much for the warm welcome. So my name is Kara Barone. I am an American living in London. So my alter British ego is Cara Barone. So however <laughs> you guys want to say my name, I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> Not so offended anyway. Uh, but yeah, how I actually got into this. So I have been in the world of social media for what feels like my entire life. So, yeah. um, honestly, when, before Instagram existed, when Twitter was like all the rage at my first company, they said, you're young, you know, marketing, you went to school for it. Why don't you take over our social media strategy?
0: Mm-hmm. So here I
1: was, I don't even know, twenty. 20-something. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember those days. 20-something when I was young and wrinkle-free. Um, but, yeah, so they gave me a social media strategy. I developed it for our headquarters in 64 different offices. Um, and then I actually was working with LinkedIn as a partner, and I was obsessed with LinkedIn, their culture, them as a company, their strategy, where they were going. Um, lo and behold, I then got a job at LinkedIn. It was my absolute dream job. I moved out to the Bay area, didn't know a soul, had five boxes and became a consultant there.
0: Mm-hmm. So I've been living
1: in the world of tech forever yeah. and they actually moved me out to London. So I've now been in London three and a half years. Um, but when I moved out there, I had a lot of health challenges and the only things in life I ever knew was working and working out. That was what defined me. So when both of those things got taken away, I'm like, well, what else can I do To really give back in the health space. So I became a certified health coach. took Mm. me 12 months. Everyone
0: wants that certification, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things that, I mean, it's not needed, but now that I have a certification too, it's kind of like, I feel like you just kind of like sit up a little bit straighter in your chair and you're like, yeah, look at me. I have this welcome to my life. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just a piece of paper, like in the grand scheme. It's like my, my, my diploma. Where is that? I don't even know where it is, but it exists. I have a degree and yeah. it's a piece of paper and it's something to say. <laughs> you know,
1: I have a lot of thoughts about this. We can talk about later, but I think yeah. you're exactly right. Like a lot of people, like I have the expertise. I truly did. 100%. I Probably not, but imposter syndrome is such a real thing. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. But so at the end of that, um, because of my background, because of being in consulting and social media for so long, people, I saw people who are so passionate end up staying in their corporate job or something they didn't like, didn't know how to build a brand, didn't know how to get clients. And I'm like, they kept asking me for advice. I'm like, Hey, I've been doing this forever. So that's when I switched over into business coaching. And now, because I actually juggle both, we'll talk probably a lot about that. So I'm at LinkedIn, I'm super, super happily employed there, but um, I have a full on coaching practice. And so I specifically help corporate women who are trying to juggle both, actually be able to juggle and build a successful coaching business until they are ready to make the choice to lead.
0: Yes. I love that. And I think it's so important because a lot of people don't even know that there's another option out there in the world, that there's another opportunity there, that their job, their path that they chose, you know, that they are on in the current moment. That doesn't have to be the path that you were on forever because it's what you chose. And totally. so I'm sure that you get that a lot with your clients and even just you realizing that, Hey, we get to change at any minute. We get to kind of morph and pivot and, and change routes.
1: And that is, it's so important that you said that because I was like, I'm going to climb the corporate ladder forever. I'm at my dream company. I'm literally never leaving. I love being in tech <laughs> and I said, yeah. I would never leave. The thing is, though, and this is what I love, love, love. It's not that I only work corporate women, but I love working with so many corporate women. You gain such valuable expertise and skill sets mm-hmm. that you can bring into this online world now because I know if you were like me, you crave flexibility and freedom and like, you want to be able mm-hmm. to do your own thing at some point. And so it's like, how do you take all of your skills, whether you're in corporate or not? And how do you just like give back and have such a more impact in the world?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to like, just dive into this with, um, talking about <laughs> juggling your time. Um, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, like you have a job that you love, which I think that I'm so glad you said that because even though you might not be there forever, or you might, we really don't know. Right. But even though you might not, because you do enjoy the freedom and whatever, you do enjoy your job. And I think that there's such a, a like a stink, like a ugh, around like people actually liking what they do. And like, feeling like they have to be full-time in their business when really you can be full-time in your business and actually still love your J-O-B or whatever that is at your career. And that's okay. It doesn't have to mean anything. Mm-hmm. So do you have any suggestions? I have a lot, a lot of questions, but I was like, that question just totally took a tangent. <laughs> but now the question has become, <laughs> what do you suggest to release, like to do to release that guilt around um, feeling like they need to go full-time in their business to like show this hierarchy online. However, still enjoying their their job and not necessarily wanting to quit that. It
1: is so funny you say, it, cause I actually just wrote a coming out post two weeks ago ah! because for so long, <laughs> um, all these coaches, all my coaches that I hired, they said, don't tell people that you're in corporate still. It, mm. it hurts your credibility and I was really re- reflecting on this and yeah. realigning some of my messaging. And I'm like, you know what? I love my job. And I literally have a salary right now that other people would kill for in my coaching business. Yeah, And, and I don't hire coaches who are six steps ahead of me. Like, because they don't, for, they don't remember what it is like to be me. Right. I hired my first coach because she was a six for year earner juggling her corporate job. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm hiding a side of myself that I think is really badass, actually. Mm-hmm. And, You're allowed to have it all and do it all until the time comes when you have to choose, which is totally fine as well. So I would say in general, there's so much shame in who we actually are. And this is going way deeper, right?
0: I I love it. Let's, let's go
1: deep. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's like where, where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. Exactly. Now that does not mean that you do not have dreams and aspirations and goals. and You work your butt off to reach them, but why are we so always looking towards the next thing. The next best thing. The grass is always greener because it's not. How do we figure out how to enjoy the journey wherever we are and be so confident that you only have to help people that are two or three steps behind you?
0: Yes, and and this is something that like I know I'm guilty of too, um, mm-hmm. especially being a high achiever and in a sense almost being frustrated at my achievements because they're not where I want them to be. When really, if I sat here and looked at my achievements, I'd be like, "Holy cow!" Mm-hmm. Right. I just did so much since when I you know from when I started or from a year ago. I mean, a year ago at this time. I mean, I knew. I was going to be moving and, and traveling full-time, but that was not really in the works. I didn't have all of that planned out exactly as is. I didn't know exactly when that was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to happen in February. It was just a thought in the air, and then that became reality literally a few months later, and so that's that's what's so crazy is I think we we have this idealistic of what things are supposed to be. And that just goes to show that there really are no rules here. And we like can literally light all the rules that we've set up for ourselves on fire and start fresh.
1: hundred percent. And I think the other big thing that when we talk about this category of shame, right? Yeah. He, a lot of coaches are saying, you know, screw it, screw the nine to five, go all in. Yeah. And that works for some people. Yeah. That does not work for everyone. Yes. And what I'm seeing right now is people are jumping too soon and then they're coming from this complete scarcity mindset, like mindset. They are in complete desperation mode. They are not (sighs) able to pay their bills. They are, they are so frantic and all over the place when really, if you have your corporate salary, yeah, you might have, you have to jump at some point and go all in and truly trust yourself. But right now you can hire and you can scale with the extra income that you have coming in. How cool is that?
0: Oh my God. Can you imagine just doubling the income you already have? Like, right. Phew, hello beautiful mm-hmm. and you know and that's the thing I think we should talk about this too because and I'll ask you um this question in a minute but you know for me I, I always talk about I mean I was never a nine-to-fiver I'm gonna be real with you that was just not my jam <laughs> instead I had four part-time jobs because that felt like more flexibility to me it sounds nuts but it did it felt like more flexibility to me and so I didn't just quit all those jobs at one time no I like quit one I one just left unexpectedly I wasn't expecting that so then I had to like get uncomfortable and then I quit another and then I quit another and then eventually yeah I was full time but I quit, I was full time in my business before I quit all of those things because I was still doing the work that needed to happen. I think this is what people don't really understand. It, I wasn't lying saying I was full time. I was legit full time I just had an extra thing because I loved the family I nanny for because that was fun to me it was like enjoyable. Um so okay the question is then how do we know? And I know this is different for everyone, but what are your suggestions around knowing when is the right time to actually take that leap where it would be one, yes, stretching us, but also so we don't come become into that desperation, like scarcity mode that will literally only hurt our business later on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. a Great question. So first of all, I think you need to evaluate the work you're doing in your nine to five. Like are you holding on to it because it's just that secure boyfriend who's always going to be there, but you love him. He's sweet. He's nice, but he's not your one. And if it's getting to that point, I think like, you gotta know, you know, right. Right. You gotta, you gotta gotta set him free. (laughs) Um, so I think you do need to like, look at the work that you're actually doing and, and get, and feel into that a bit. Um, but in terms of actually being smart with your finances, like how, have you saved X amount Now, X amount is going to be different for every single person, but like what you feel secure with, like, can you live for five to six months off of the amount that you have already saved? Yeah. And then the third piece I would say is like, have you secured enough incoming money (laughs) with clients that you have signed on for the next six months that you can leave? Know that you have money coming in from your business now, and then you can focus your time so much more. So, you know, you know that if you've already made this amount, like when you actually truly focus hundred percent on something, you will potentially, you know, double it, but at least you have that money coming in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cause it's not like, Hey, you have to have everything figured out. I mean, things can literally happen in a second. You could literally send a client tomorrow and that can happen so fast, but it is important to have some sort of like Just some sort of like, okay, at least I know I'm going to pay my bills. Like at the very least, right? like I know I'm going to be able to pay my bills. And then now I'm going to scale that because how, you know, goals work, it's either our goals are away motivated or toward motivated. And if we are away motivated, that's fine. I was away motivated at one point in time too, but you always have to focus it back towards the toward motivated of what you want. And if we're in a place where we are in scarcity and actually, this is really beautiful to kind of lead this conversation into, um, what does scarcity and desperation, what does that do for people's businesses? And like, how does that affect their business moving forward?
1: Yeah. I mean... I can relate everything to dating. So, (laughs) oh boys. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boys. But I mean, think about it, everyone. Like if you're going on a date and this guy is just so desperate and Mm. clingy and there's a difference in being into you and sweet and nice or like just overly desperate. You can sense he's just wanted a wife like for the past 10 years and a baby (laughs) or whatever. It's exactly like that.
0: If yeah.
1: you can smell desperation, you can smell insecurity when you're talking to people, so it does exactly that you dump the person on the next day,
0: yeah. right? And that's
1: what it will do for your business. Mm. People buy from us as coaches because they want to buy your confidence. These mm. people have failed before, they're scared, be- like they've invested potentially, they have failed. Think about it maybe if you're a health coach, if you our health coach, your clients have likely tried every diet under the sun. Mm -hmm. They've invested in every shake, every workout equipment, every trainer, and nothing has worked before. So they are literally buying into your confidence and your energy because they don't have it quite yet. So if you don't have that kind of confidence, why would anyone want to buy from you?
0: Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, if we think about desperation and neediness, it's like, I I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. Not, I can help you and I'm here to change your life. Right. Because you're only
1: thinking about a client as money, not as transformation, not as truly
0: transforming their life. Yeah. And I think that even just me saying that out loud, I think everybody should like practice that. Even me just saying that out loud made me think like, wow, like I could feel the energy shift in my voice. So um, yeah, I I think there's no, like, like we said, there's no perfect amount of money. There's no perfect uh, way this is going to look, you know, my way was, did not look the way that I thought it was going to be when I I started quitting these jobs or when jobs just lost or whatever. But I think that it's just releasing that meaning that it doesn't have to mean anything. Like there is no shame if you have a job right now and you're running a business or if you just are running your business full time, either way you want to do it is beautiful to you. And that's like the way it is.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Agreed. And I think that go, that transforms into every single part of building a business. There's no shame. If you're launched and it, go great because there's a yes. lesson in that. There's 100%, no shame, 100%. right? There's no shame. If you didn't get a ton of engagement on your post, cause there's a lesson in that. It's like every single day, every time, like what's the lesson, what's the lesson, how can I learn from this and being thankful yes. for that?
0: Yes. How can I learn from this? I think we just like need to repeat that question a million times. How can I learn from this? Like that's, it's so important because one, if we already had it all figured out, you know, we wouldn't be able to teach anybody else to get through the shit that we're going through. Like at all. And so instead let's be grateful, even though sometimes going through the shit sucks, but let's be grateful that we're going through it so that we can help the other people get through it later or now. And it just expands our reach to help even more people.
1: Yeah, if you don't go through it, how do you teach anyone to go through it? So, like, yeah. fortunately and unfortunately, you, you got to go through the crap. And I think I'm really successful because I failed a lot. But you fail fast.
0: <laughs> you fail fast. Yay for things, failing. <laughs> right.
1: It's it's one of the things that like, all of our executives at LinkedIn, and I, I just think that we have honestly, I've, I've learned everything from being here, and we have the yeah. best culture and leadership and vision. And they say, hey, cool, fail, but fail fast.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay. So for someone who's like ready to, um, to go full time in their business, right? Who is, who is like, okay, I'm, I'm prepared. I feel confident. I know I'm good. I'm not in desperation mode. I am in full abundance, like ready to leap and watch my business soar. Um, what kind of suggestions do you have on taking that leap and really like securing their next few clients? Hmm.
1: So one of my clients actually just did this. Um, so fun. first and foremost, I know so exciting, but first and foremost, like you have to hire coaches and mentors. Like that's yeah. not even a question. Every coach has to have a coach. Now I'm not saying all the time, but like you but just absolutely the have the time, to. right? Yeah. Like we need to be
0: growing in some way. So it's the, even if I take a break from coach, like from hiring a coach or a mastermind, I'm always going back to the old courses that I never finished or whatever to continuing to grow. Right. And that's
1: how you continue to sign clients, to be honest, because you are brushing up and you're expanding, you're expanding your skill set all the time, your area of expertise. So when you are ready, you need that support system. And I think of the corporate women, you always have mentors. You always have like your own board of directors. So who are going to be your board of directors when you Mm. know you might get down. So that's going to probably be your coach. That's going to be someone else that you talk to Um, when you're like, and and I would tell them, right. If you're really thinking of leaving, you say, Hey, I need to give you my date. So you hold me accountable
0: as well. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. Right. Because if it's, Oh, this is so good because if it's like constantly in the future, in the future, I'm going to quit my job in the future. I'm going to quit my job. It's always going to be in the future.
1: Always, so you need a date. It's like when you lose weight, you know how you go and you tell the internet, you tell your mom, you tell all these people, so you yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. You're like, hold me accountable because I'm doing this thing, yes. right. yeah, right, kind of to th- yeah,
1: totally. And you know what? Don't tell the naysayers, like, mm. don't tell the naysayers because they're gonna put that, oh, you're never gonna get the same benefits, <laughs> oh my gosh, how are you ever gonna make it? Time's gonna get tough. So, tell the people yeah. who are gonna support the heck out of you who are going 100%. to hold you accountable. So, I think having your personal board of directors is absolutely key. And again, just thinking about your finances, I'll uh, like work with a wealth coach, I have a bunch of great wealth coaches. If anyone needs one mm, um, yes. and just feeling <laughs> secure, just absolutely feeling secure in that. Yeah. And you have, I would say like, I'm just super strategic and planning in nature. So I would say have six months of your actual plan, like how you're going, going to attract clients as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Like making sure you have it mapped out, right? Cause if we don't know what the next step is, and that's like the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems I see in the online space and in the entrepreneur world is they have these ideas of what they want to do and what they want to accomplish, but they have no idea of how to actually get there. Now the how isn't totally up to us, but we do need to have a plan. We do need to have the strategies that can get us to where we want to go. Um, so speaking of strategies, Let's do what are your like top three favorite strategies to like growing your business and seeing success?
1: Ooh, this is so good. Okay. (laughs) So I actually have three that are like my pillars that I love it. Yeah. So tell us, tell us, can you have the word strategy and strategy, but I think it's faith, strategy, and consistency. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So say it again. um, Faith, faith, strategy, strategy, consistency. consistency. Beautiful. Love it. So with faith, um, I'm Christian knowing not everyone is, but you need some kind of belief mindset yeah. work, something. And I know everyone says it and no one wants to hire just mindset co- coaches. Right. But like any limiting belief is going to show up. Oh, it, it, oh gosh. Yeah. In entrepreneurship, any ev- negative thought you've ever had about yourself in your whole entire life from back to like seven years old will show up and hold you back. So it uh-huh. is getting in front of that and it is having the utmost That you are actually called to do this. So, when times get tough, Mm. that you are actually meant to do this and way beyond just you and your like little brain, right? Or our little Mm. brains (laughs) are just always going to keep us down. And I think I just heard the other day we have 60,000 thoughts. Yeah, 30 to 60
0: a day. Isn't that crazy?
1: Day. Like, and how? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's the thing, and I think this is just a practice is that. When you are first starting, or when you're like thinking about taking that leap, you're having negative, insecure thoughts sometimes,
0: mm, right? Which is the imposter syndrome, essentially, is what totally. they, they put it if you put a word to those negative thoughts that we're having is it's that it's lacking the confidence. It's a little bit of worthiness issues.
1: Absolutely. And that can be absolutely critical, um, crippling. So you have to hear those thoughts, watch those thoughts and change them right away, knowing that they are literally just thoughts. And you have the power to say, Nope, not today. That's a funny little thought. How do we
0: do that? Okay. So what, how do we literally wash our thoughts? Like, can you give us an example?
1: Yeah. So
0: Okay. When I'm walking into work, for
1: example, yeah. I'm thinking I might be like nervous about the day ahead or like all, like I'm just constantly in that overdrive mode. And yeah. so I'm thinking about it and I'm like, wow, that that's negative. Like I'm thinking, mm. Oh, why? Like anxiety. I'm anxious. No. And I will literally walk, like hear that thought and be like, that's cute. I'm better than that. Bye. Like, I'll, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of like in brushing it and off. And yeah. Just, and like, the more you do it, oh my gosh, you get, you have less and less of them. Now with every level, you always have that but they become less and you know how to control it. Um, in my courses, I teach a lot in journaling. I do a lot of actual rewiring, um, like rewriting the opposite of what you're thinking. Mm, so yeah. yeah, I think it's just a practice. It's like anything. It yeah, all gets easier Yeah, I too. know.
0: I talk, I was just talking about this today. I feel like I talk about this all the time now. I'm like, as much as I wish I could just go like lift up you know, one weight and then have like these sexy arms, <laughs> that's just not real. It's, it's a muscle. It's just it, like, like everything we become better at it over time. Totally. And I think that the first key though, is the awareness of just being aware. Hmm, that's a really stinky thought. Do I actually want to continue believing that? Or can I switch it to something that's actually going to benefit me for the rest of the day?
1: Right. A- absolutely. So I love
0: it. That's the first pillar. It's yeah.
1: all—it's all in your confidence. It's changing your confidence, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. I think also it's looking for the evidence of when you had no idea what you were doing and you're still crazy successful. Mm. So I have a lot of my clients write down their credibility markers. So it doesn't Mm. have to be as the, as the entrepreneur that you are today, but it might also be, I I think back to all these times when I had huge presentations at LinkedIn and I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to rip me apart. I'm so scared. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, no, let's, Talk about how great that actually came out and all of my success to date. So I was a huge
0: success. Yeah.
1: Right, And so like if you list out all the reasons that you were amazing and you were successful and just keep writing them over and over and over again, your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and not real. So it's just going back and finding some, some kind of evidence that you were really good and you were really great and successful at some point in your life, even when you have no idea what you're doing.
0: Or even if you like diminish it, like for example, like I, I know I've diminished like my past successes. So I grew up dancing in competitions and doing (laughs) some competitions and often I would place, but maybe I want to get first, but, and then I would see that as like a bad thing, but it's like, if we could switch back and be like, no, I freaking placed like I had trophies. I have trophies in my basement and that is a accomplishment. And so Absolutely love this, like almost writing the timeline of everything you've accomplished in your entire life
1: love absolutely, it. so that's the first part. I have like a whole bunch of stuff on on uh faith and yeah. really the mindset there, yeah, uh, in terms of going to the strategy, okay, if I had to give one piece of advice, mm-hmm. it would be and this is opposite of what you're gonna hear from most people post educational content, mm. So I know everyone says, give, 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 value, value, value. But the number one mistake I see is, especially when people are beginning, they're posting so many inspirational photos or captions and quotes. And you become like, you'll get the messages. You're so inspiring. I love everything you're doing. But that does not equal money in your bank account because you're not seen as the authority and credible yet. Mm. So how do you become credible? You post about social proof. That you've helped other people, yes, and you tell them about your methodology. What makes you different? What makes you unique? What makes you stand out? How you help people? And the more you give people that, they come back to you not because you have a cute dog in a photo or you have a beautiful house <laughs> and smile or butt, whatever it might be
0: <laughs> a beautiful butt. Yeah,
1: beautiful butt. <laughs> remember, remember the days when Instagram used to climb by ten thousand people when you showed your butt. <laughs> not so much anymore. you provide true educational content and then you get into people's DMS and you literally build relationships, never expecting anything in return, but you just build
0: relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I think the educational, like it's the potent content, right? And I mean, I, I have to remind myself this too, because sometimes it's so easy to be that inspirational character and be that motivator and that activator. And that comes very naturally to me. And sometimes I'm like, okay, how can I teach something today? That's a beautiful question to ask. It's like, I love this. Like, what can I learn today? What is the lesson I can learn how can I teach something today so someone can literally go take action from my post and see Blake? You know, and and that's the, once you start doing that, you'll start getting notifications and things like. I, I remember someone listening to this podcast, like reached out and was like, "Yeah, I've signed like four clients just from listening to your podcast." I'm like, "That's awesome!" Right? Those are the type of people that are going to come back and remember you and be like, "Hey, hello, like I'm ready. Let's make this happen." You know. So I that's a really great piece of advice. I love that.
1: Oh, thanks. I, I'm really of the mindset of how can I be of utmost service all the time and give it away for free. Yeah. Now, again, I think that's an unpopular opinion. People are like, why would I give all my stuff away for free? But the level of entrepreneurs we are working with right now, you pay for accountability and talking to someone.
0: I don't even, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I don't even feel like I get accountability from some of the high level coaches that I hire. Um, right. now that's something that I strive. Like, I'm like, listen, I'm going to hold you accountable. If you want to get this done, like what's going on, where are you on this? You know, and I actually impl- implemented a new system with my clients, you know, to where they're sending me day like they're sending me weekly, um, accomplishments of what they're, they're promising to get done that week you know, and they're signing it. They're like, this is it. This is what's happening. And then I have it. I get to hold them accountable. And then I know what they want to do this week. And if we don't, then it's like, "Hmm, okay, like what happened? You know, I'm not going to reprimand you. I'm not going to like, like swat you on the arm with the ruler, like the old nuns at Catholic school. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that was the example that came to mind, but a movie just popped in my head. Um, but it's like, Hey, you want these goals and no one can make them happen but you. So yeah. I almost am disappointed. I'm not, I don't want to say disappointed. Hmm. I'm almost, um, you know, in a place where I'm a little frustrated that I don't have more co- accountability. Like, I feel like you almost pay for people to talk to, you know?
1: Yeah and this is probably a whole nother podcast episode that oh, we probably. I know that I know that you and I can talk a lot about that but at this level of entrepreneurship I think give it away for free because people are going to pay to be in your world in your energy yes. and to have accountability
0: and people do pay for your energy. And that is totally. huge because when you can cultivate that, that excitement, confident energy that easily rubs off on people. And so mm-hmm. you, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to think that you don't get to, be, to, I don't want anybody to think that you don't deserve to be paid for being who you are because you would hundred percent do. But I think we should always strive for how can I make my program, my offer, my package, the best thing on the planet that's actually going to help my clients you know, but also knowing that we get paid for just being us and that's how it gets to be. And that, that people are going to naturally elevate because they're around you and you're already with, with your first pillar, feeling all the faith, all the belief, all the confidence, knowing that you are here to make it happen and you're going to help them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I so agree with you. I have paid to be people's energy before because exactly. they make me feel like I can do anything. and, and that then is the do feeling. It. Yeah. 100%. And then I think that goes into my last pillar, consistency. Mm, Especially if you have a nine to five, I see people come on the radar for three weeks, launch something, go, 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 go. And then crickets because they burn
0: out. Yeah. Or they just disappear. They just stop. Or Because they're nowhere near their goal and then we just give up. Right. And if you do anything long enough, you
1: will get the return. Like you will, you will become seen as that. And what I think most people are really frustrated right now. And Brooke, I know you and I've talked about a lot about it. It's like, Oh, I haven't made the 10 K month and there's shame Mm -hmm. in that. And Oh, I want to quit. I want to stop. This is hard. Mm -hmm. But if it was super easy, y'all like Everyone Everyone would do it it. successfully. One
0: hundred percent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Cause, like, or I haven't scaled yet, or why am I stagnant, or whatever. Like, whatever that is, I still haven't signed my first client. Whatever that is for you, you know, it's it is the truth, you know. But if you stick it out and you do the work you need to do now, if you're if you're in a place where like I have no idea what I need to be doing. You you need to go talk to someone. You need to hire someone. You need to come talk to me and Kara, right. and then let us know so we can help you. Because let's be honest, you need to know what you need to do. But then from there, it is consistency is huge. It is huge, and it is absolutely essential to being successful.
1: Absolutely. And here's the other thing: is I see people doing all the things. Mm. No, you don't. You need to figure out what your area of expertise is, what yeah. firm your people are on, and do just a few things well. That's it. You can't do all the things because you're busy or you're just building and you're not doing anything really well if you don't do a few things really, really well, right? Like you can't, I just feel like, oh, there's a book. It's called The One Thing. Um, Mm. It's phenomenal. Y'all, I recommend it. Have to I don't know why it. I say y'all sometimes. Bring y'all, you're back. like, I'm not even I'm like, from
0: the South. I'm like, <laughs> are
1: are I you? I London. <laughs> I lived in Florida for 10 years. But um, <laughs> so yeah, one thing, focus on doing one or two things every single day, doing it really, really well, become no one in that space. Speak your truth there, and stop doing all the things. Just do one or two things. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then once you get that under wrap, and once you hire an assistant, once you expand, once you grow, then it's like you can add more things on. But you should absolutely become like the queen or the king at like those things, and then pile things on later because we do not need you up until like your eyeballs are like bleeding out of your ears of things you got to do. You know, like your clients do not need you as that. Nope. Because then
1: you're seen as the overwhelmed, anxious person. And that is an energy too. And no one wants to buy from that the same way they don't want to buy from desperation.
0: Oh, I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Here's your guys' homework. Go write a list of who do you want to buy from? Like what kind of energy does the person that you want to buy from put out? And then how can then you adapt that energy, put that energy into your own body, and then utilize that and be that person and that version of you. Maybe you adapt it because it's a little bit different for you because that's not who you are, but that's a really beautiful thing to do. It's modeling. You guys, if people are already at the top, they're there because one, they're bleeds, they're they're (laughs) ha! what is that? Their knees are way bloodier. Their are It's now bleeds, bloody knees, please. Like cool? All it. right, cool. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. <laughs> but they're, they're, they've fallen down more than once. They have heard more nose and they're up there, but we can model their success and achieve the same damn thing.
1: It is so funny you say that. So I give all of my clients two homework assignments. Number one, a journal prompt of why me? Why did yes. you sign on with me? Cause there was something mm. about me that you liked that resonated. And I want you to really reflect why me and how yeah. it felt like with mm. that level of investment as well. Right. So then they're really reflecting, but then to your point, who are the top three people you binge on every day on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Because whatever you like in them is what you're actually going after and who, who you emulate and strengths in them, how they show up. You like that. And someone's going to like that in you as well. So like yeah. write down, literally reflect on why you follow these people. Is it because they inspire you? Is it because they educate you? Is it because they're super goofy and funny or have their hair all wacky, like whatever it might be. And then, you know, people are going to follow you for similar things. And are you showing up in the capacity that you like to be like binge on?
0: Mm. Mm. mm, mm. Good. Oh my God. I love this. We could like talk all day and I'm like, yeah, we have like another 5 million podcast episodes that we could just discuss about and rant about and love about and talk about and teach about. Um, but why don't you tell us like, okay, I have to ask this question because this is like the question of the podcast, but this podcast is really all about stepping into your most fiercely unstoppable self. So can you maybe briefly, quickly tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle and when you did, you felt extremely victorious.
1: Ooh, okay. It's so funny that I'm in San Francisco as we do this podcast right now <laughs> yeah. because it, it's really top of mind. So as I mentioned, I um, got my job offer at LinkedIn and I was living in Tampa, Florida. So I didn't know a soul. Mm. I didn't never been to San Francisco. I shipped five bags there or five boxes it's all i had in the world i got rid of everything
0: i wow. moved across the country like and really across the country like really like for the sun. florida to california <laughs> absolutely
1: and i remember i think i couch surfed for 3 months cuz it's so difficult to find uh, accommodation here so yeah. in the midst of being completely somewhere completely new public transportation all the things i started at linkedin which is which at the time was one of the most like the fastest growing companies. And I'm thrown into this job that is client facing. I'd never had sales experience, client mm. facing hmm. brand strategy. And it was this role that was like ambiguous, undefined. I had no idea what I was doing. And I had a bunch of sales teams. I was supporting a bunch of clients and I had zero idea what I was doing. Zero hmm. y'all like, and it was move, move fast, sink or sink or swim. And I called my mom, I think six months in. I'm like, mom, I think I'm going to get fired. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, what if I don't make it? Wow. Yeah. And at that point I, you know, I talked to my boss about it and she's like, you're just going to do it and you're just going to do it well. And that's just what you do. And she's like, you just take messy action. No more overanalyzing. No more staying up crazy late Mm. doing all these presentations. You are going to take messy action and own everything knowing that you like I hired you because you have the confidence, you have the skills, you're going to learn on the job. You're going to gain the expertise. Um, and I tell you, Brooke, when she was like, you're just going to do it all, you're going to have messy action. And I believe in you. I was like, cool. There's, I have no option. And, And I just made it work and I served clients all over, gosh, the whole West coast. And after that, I built really thoughtful relationships with all of my sales partners, all of my clients. And I became one of the top performers, which was just so funny to see such a swing. But mm, it,
0: it was fake myself. It was yeah. just fake. Oh, I love it. And like, obviously you did it and you made it happen. And here we are, you know, and like, like now you've been with the company for so long and you've grown and grown and grown and then started your own business, you know, later. It was just so cool. Oh, I love overcomer stories. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. And then I moved across the pond because across the country was (laughs) not enough, right? Right. might as well just move across the world because why not? (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, That's this has episode. been so <laughs> awesome. Why don't you tell people where they can find you, where they can love on you some more, reach out to you, et cetera.
1: Perfect. Yes. I would love to see you guys. I'm most active on Instagram. So Cara Baroni, it's with a C. I think Brooke will probably link it in here. Yes. And then I do a lot of uh, free trainings actually, and build my community and my Facebook group, which is CEOs and leggings, because I know you want to be in leggings. If you're like anything like me <laughs> and then com is my website.
0: Cool. Yay. I'll have all of those links in the show notes, but thank you so much for being on here today. This has been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. It was so good to finally hear your voice again, I catch know. up with you. And thanks to your
1: audience for tuning in. I can't wait to <laughs> hear from you.